One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. The topic of our podcast today is the Mad King, Christian VII of Denmark. Um, Christian lived an interesting life, and he had some mental health issues. Uh, and he also lived kind of a sad life. We're going to talk about his life story, um, and we'll jump into that. We'll go, first of all, before I forget, I want to thank Katja uh, over in Denmark who recommended this topic some time ago. Took me a little while to uh, get around to doing the research, but she helped out a great deal with uh, providing me with a lot of resources. So it's going to be a fun story. I think you're going to like it. But before we get into that, um, let me introduce our panel. I am joined, as always, by the very lovely and talented, the queen, the mean, the empress of the macabre, no, you know, no. the empress, empress of, of evil. evil, the mistress of the macabre, um, devil, the Satan's dirty little secret. I'm like, you you telling you, we have today. not done this for a long time. It seems like it's been weeks. But anyway, pill yeah. popping, pe- penis loving. <laughs> I know you're penis loving, Brandy. Uh, okay. <laughs> she is a penis loving. I'm, you know what? Brandy. Just, we'll go with it so you don't have to say it all over <laughs> again. You know, you have a lot of uh, you have a lot of uh, people, listeners who like you for some reason. I don't know. I'm why. very likable. I'm sure that's not it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I think that. it's because you you you're kind of foul mouth, mm-hmm. and women seem to like that. They seem to be drawn to that, and then uh, men seem to be drawn to you sexually. So, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> well, <laughs> I have mentioned on the show that you have. Uh, Large breasts now and again. And there's a there's a whole fetish around breasts. I don't know if you knew yeah. that or not. I've heard that somewhere. Men like the big breasts. Yeah, yeah. Breast eye, I believe. <laughs> plural. Is That's that. the plural. <laughs> yeah. How are you, Brandy? I'm doing all right, Timmy. How are you? I'm fine. Are you ready to do this podcast? I'm so ready. Okay. So uh, is Brandy time over? I you know I guess I don't get that much time, but let's turn it over to Chuck because the world revolves around. <laughs> All the space to my left. Okay. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. That's you sound just like Jan Brady. No, I'm giving it to you. Okay. Just, you know. All right. Here's Chuck. Uh, here's the world. We should point out Mary Tyler Moore died. She no, did. I'm very so. sad. I'm very sad. You know, here's what you know what bothers me? Oh God. Oh God. Remember the Mary Tyler Moore show? I vaguely. Okay. It was first of all, it was one of the only shows ever to be based in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And well, I don't know why. Coach was, but okay. Oh, it was co- another oh. great show. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, it's one of the few shows. Great to, show. To be, uh, Mary Tyler Moore show is one of the few shows to be based in Minneapolis. Anyway, the, remember the theme, the Mary Tyler Moore show theme? And she's like, 
she throws her beret uh-huh. up in the air. I okay. do. I do. Okay. All right. There was there was a part of that song. It doesn't make any sense. It at, at the very end it says the, something to the effect: "The world is yours. No need to waste it. You can, or you know, whatever. You can have the world, why, girl. Why don't you take it?" Mm-hmm. And then it says, "You might just make it after all." What the fuck is it? Is it is it the world is her oyster, or she's just barely getting by? Because I was confused. I don't know, Timmy. I don't understand why you <clears> paid <throat> that much attention to that. It, it bothered me did, as a child. Can I ask you a question, What Timmy? didn't bother you as a child? Did you, have some, did you take some mushrooms for breakfast No, Dude, I morning? told you. Didn't I tell you? I yeah. just ate bread. Well, you know what? <laughs> it is not Chuck time yet. I don't know why he's asking questions or commenting. No, I'm so, I'm or, let me introduce him. Or opening his pie hole song, you know, When she died, that song was running through my head, and I... I remembered as a child being conflicted as what the hell does that mean? Either she's got the world at her feet. Really, as a child, you were conflicted by that? You didn't have anything it better make, it to do? It doesn't make sense. You Either couldn't have watched Scooby-Doo and away, gone over Or it? she's just barely make, getting by. Yeah. Ted Knight was in that show. He was. He yeah. was. He was very funny. That I, I think that of myself. was in there. We, I, I think of myself as Luke Gavin McLeod. Gavin McLeod. I think of myself as Luke, uh, Lou Grant. You shouldn't. We think of you as the wizard behind the curtain. Well, Lou Grant kind of read, or you know, you know, he had everything under control. Kept everything rained in. He had a in. bottle in his in his desk drawer, and smoked yeah. in his desk. Those were the days when you could first drink time, at work. Well, here's the thing: yeah. first time you tell me I've got spunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like Mary Tyler Moore. I'm gonna kick you in the face. Well, that's, that would just emphasize <clears throat> my it point. Would, it would. It would. Uh, let me introduce the uh, most dangerous man in podcasting: the moral compass of our show nope uh the very honorable the reverend colonel charles Beauregard hawkwaters the third affectionately known as the southern gentleman how are you today colonel oh my god quit turn it I, off i'm i'm doing well timmy thank you thank you thank you um i'm doing well is that, um, never, do is that our live studio audience that we don't have <laughs> Yeah. All right. Yeah, we got we got people here today. I'm not even and, uh, sure we have people listening. Period. <laughs> let alone in the studio. But I'm I'm doing quite well, Tim. All right. Never do that again. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colonel. You got are any, trouble. Are there any uh, incoherent ramblings you would like to pursue no, before we I jump into the story? I got that. you know I got no incoherent ramblings and it, the only. Thing I'll say is, uh, I seen a, a post, uh, our own uh, lovely Fallon got this a new would little be on, corgi. Is this on our Facebook? On she our did Facebook get a corgi. Page. Corgis are funny. Okay, our, our Facebook page, which is History Dreams, the podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every time somebody gets a, a, a thing like that, I want to. I just think you know it's a wonderful dog, but it's not Rudy. Okay. Yeah, that is it, that's a fascinating. I mean, tidbit. is is her is her dog spo- all, is her dog a Patreon sponsor? First, of all, first corgis of all, are awesome. First of all, I have to say neither one of you are dog lovers because prior to this podcast, I played you a song called Shannon from the 1970s. Shannon is gonna drifting to It was awful when the singer sang it. <laughs> it was by Henry Gross. You just sounded like a cat got hit with a lawnmower. You just sounded like a cat that got hit with a lawnmower. It was about a dog that died in the 70s. 
It was we should be over it by now. Gross, and you guys showed no emotion at all. You're, you're heartless bastards. It was an awful song. It was a terrible song. It was. It was just terrible. It wasn't the night Chicago died. It wasn't seasons in the sun. No. Now, seasons in the sun make you cry. A wildfire because mm-hmm. that horse died when it came in frigid uh, frost. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They came in early frost. Yes. Uh, the, uh, the horse died. It killed a fucking horse. That was a hell of a frost. <laughs> That's a hell of a frost. Kill a horse there. Yeah, but right. he, he had run away. He'd been, he got down to skin and bones. He 70s wasn't. were great. It was in great music in the 70s. Right. Remember how much money Christopher Cross made? Yeah. That Sailing. Big, Sailing huh? was amazing. Oh, Sailing. He's still making a And Arthur. Yeah. The song from Arthur. Yeah. But when Sailing, you get caught between the moon yeah, and New York City. Okay, quit singing. Uh, he's probably still, you know, he's probably still makes a living like, just off of Probably uh, off royalties oh, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm in love with, though, is Air Supply. Uh, all day. I love I'm all guys. out of love. Yes. I'm even, so lost without you. Know, I don't think they were a band. I think they were just like a studio band. You they, keep saying that about no, they like Toto and all this. Yeah. No, yeah, it was Toto. Not. Toto was yeah, no, yeah. Toto CC. plays live shows. 10 CC. Okay, you, yeah. know where, you know where they got the name 10 CC? Uh-uh. The, the true story, you can look it up. Jesus Christ. 10 CC is uh, the amount of ejaculate the average amount let go by a man. Okay, thank you, Colonel. The same as the band The Loving Spoonful. That's the reference to really? that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah. well, anyway, little Toto, known, little Toto known goes on tour. Goof uh, facts. Okay. So they're well, not. Toto was a. First of all, Toto was the dog in Wizard of Oz. First of all, Toto sang Africa. Oh, I do like that song. Yeah, one of the best songs ever. Yeah, I do like that song. So I got I got it, but the video kind of sucked. I know. Watch the video. Well, seventies, all the videos yeah. sucked. Well, you know, it was, was a, actually a studio years. band. Band never ever went on tour until late in their career. Springsteen, Steely Dan. Oh, Steely Dan. Steely Dan just produced out records. They never went on tour. Oh, yeah. I was Steely Dan and John Ford Coley. <laughs> <laughs> What was it? No, who was it? Who England Dan, right? And you know, interesting. He, he wasn't from England. He wasn't from England. And you know, no. Frankie goes to Hollywood. There was no one in the band named Frankie. There was but, nobody well, from they Hollywood. They went to Hollywood. They, they didn't go to Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, they did. They went to Hollywood. Oh, I, they went to Hollywood. I believe that song was about masturbation. Relax. Well, relax. Don't do it. Yeah. Every song you think of, every song you think of is about masturbation. Mm-hmm. I just think you got, you know, you got a masturbation. Fixation. Yeah, what is your deal with <laughs> spooge today? I'm just. You have some kind of weird. Girl, you got spunk. You spooge. <laughs> right. No, 10cc. That's where they got their okay, name. You can look okay, it up. Okay, we'll look it up. And a loving spoonful, Stevie Winwood. Let me get into our. Let me thank our Patreon sponsor, shall, shall I? Uh, we certainly appreciate all of you who support the podcast on Patreon. Uh, it helps us stay on the air to bring you these. Uh, intriguing conversations um, we would like to thank you very much um, so big shout out to Alicia and Chip Jim Moyer Jason Dykes thank you Jason Brandy McBride uh, Diane from History Goes Bump podcast if you haven't listened to History Goes Bump please do Diane gave us some technical advice this week was which was awesome it helped us out a lot if you hadn't been fucking it up this whole time well, we could have had all I kinds know, of I know. I don't know what I'm doing Clearly. Uh, Clearly, yeah. But thank you, Diane. Amber uh, Trevino, Annette Petre, Lise, Leslie Hagar. Hi, Leslie. Thank you. Amber Scoville. Thank you, Amber. Jahara. 
Andrew Hop, Joe Hopkins. Thank you, Joe. Joe's always um, a big advocate of the show and um, always posts positive things about us, and we certainly appreciate it. Thank you, Joe. Uh, Mandy Swanson, Jennifer Siemens, and, of course, Linda, her mother, and Jennifer's son, Hunter. Bridget Clavey, uh, of course, been a sponsor a long time. Thank you, Bridget. Uh, Cindy Lou has as well. Thank you, Cindy. Heather Poole, uh, uh, Charlie and Allie from the Insight Podcast. Thank you, ladies, very much. And we got a new sponsor, Brittany um, uh, Irving Martin. Thank you, Brittany, for joining us. Thank you, Brittany. Me. Yeah, thank you very much. We really appreciate your support. And last but not least, the Wonder Dog, Rudy. Thank you, Rudy, for your $1 donation per month. We appreciate it. I'm not. I'm I don't know why we had to kiss that dog's ass for a dollar a month. Well, you know, it's the thought. Do you piss even on have dog. a dog? No. Yeah. I'm no. sure if Shannon have, was alive, I have children. Donate. I have children. That's enough. Um, I before we get started, I want to. Um, last time I read a uh, review that we had on. Oh, by the way, if you would like to support us on Patreon, you can go to Patreon.com/slash History Dweebs. You can give a little, you can give a lot, or a kernel. Just a wee little tiny bit. Everything helps. That's history. That's, I'm sorry, patreon.com at his, uh, patreon.com. Jesus fucking Christ. History dweebs. I'm telling you, it's been he so seriously long. can't get his shit together. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. You're, you know. Katja, I hope mm-hmm. I don't screw this podcast when the, up. When me. I see that record light come on, Timmy, I'm writing, I, I, I just become a professional. Yeah, you do. But for some reason, you you just can't get it together. Now the devil even as fucked up as she is, and and Lord and knows fuck, she's completely. Oh, that's as fucked up as a is yeah. a three sided bowling ball. Uh, she can get it together. But what kind of yeah. expression is that? It's when he made up. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry, Carl. No, go ahead. Just keep right. rambling on. Um, anyway, I want to give a special shout-out to John Janke, who uh, on the BJ on the Weekend podcast, he uh, left us a very nice review on uh, iTunes. And I want to give a special shout-out to the ladies of, the, of a new podcast that um, I've been listening to called Between Us Girls, uh, Danielle Jones and uh, Michelle. And there's a, I believe there's a couple. I'm not sure if I know everyone's names, but Michelle seems to like Brandy. I don't know why. Thank you. Um, but um, there, please give them a chance. They're a new podcast, and the ladies are really, really funny. It's called Between Us Girls. They're available on oh, iTunes. Oh, they're freaks, Timmy. Yeah, it. What they freaks. had. Um, <clears throat> I listened to their latest episode the other day, and it was hilarious. The one end of you, doctor. Yeah, yeah. They interview yeah. people. That they, poor man. They get around and they drink wine and they just talk and. Uh, Which is what we should about, do. We should drink more. What, what is it? Talk about fuckeries. They talk about life's fuckeries. Yeah. They were talking about relationship dick, mm-hmm. that you got to be careful when, you, when you're when you single and you're dating a woman and you give her the relationship dick because it makes women crazy. And I think that might be my problem. See, oh, you think that's what it is? Yeah. I, that's how I stayed married so long, Timmy. You give you have a relationship dick or you have the, you have the marriage penis? I have the, uh, yeah, I have the marriage penis, right. the marriage wang. Marriage wang, all right. Let's jump into this topic because um, I promised Katya a long time ago that we would cover this, and um, I'm just getting we're just getting around to it. And I apologize, Katya, it took so long, but I want to thank you for uh, suggesting it and also for providing us with so much um, resources. 
that uh, is um, this is about Christian the seventh, also known as the Mad King or the Schizophrenic King. Uh, he was king of Denmark from 1776 to 1808. He officially ruled Denmark, although he uh, he was incapacitated most of that time uh, with mental illness. He was uh, believed to be bipolar and schizophrenic. Uh, hmm. and, uh, he had a lot of the issues, uh, including excessive masturbation that we'll talk about. Yes. Now, define excessive. <laughs> um, However much you do it is yeah. excessive. That's One more than what we do it. One more than yeah. what we I do I don't think so. I don't think that's it. Um, and uh, not only that, I mean, his life was kind of sad because he was married and his wife was screwing around on him. I mean, he just, it just was not, um, it was kind of a sad life. But we're going to talk about his so this is Christian the Seventh, the Mad King of Denmark. Christian uh, was the son of King Frederick the Fifth. You know, we call him Freddy. That's a little close. Freddy, sure. Freddy Five. Freddy Five. Uh, and Freddy, uh, he's uh, Christian was the son of King Frederick the Fifth and his uh, first wife, Louise of Great Britain. Christian was born on January 29th. That's right. It's almost his birthday, isn't it? What's the date? This is the 27th, 27. so uh, <clears throat> Sunday will be Christian's birthday. So happy birthday, Christian. Yay. Shout out to Christian the 7th. He was born on January 29th, 1749, in the Queen's bedchamber at the Palace uh, Royal Residence in Copenhagen. And you know, when the, when, uh, when the Queen's... I mean, I don't know a whole lot about royal families, but when I know that... Um, I know Marie Antoinette, I think when uh, she was uh, pregnant, it was like a big event when she gave birth. I mean, there was, she had all these people around watching the baby come out and stuff. Mm -hmm. but I, 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 I am against that. I'm opposed to that, too. I don't want to see that shit. Do you, Colonel? I, I did not see my own. I, I, I sat in the chair and minded my own business. As you're I had already done all the work by that time, Timmy. I'd done you the did, hard part. You did the I'd done the heavy lifting on that. Yeah. No. You provided the uh, 10 cc or whatever. Mm -hmm. So anyway, at birth, um, Christian became heir to the Danish throne and would go on to ser later serve as Christian VII. Um, and there was a former heir to the throne also who was named Christian, but he died in infancy in 1747. Therefore, the hopes... Uh, were high for the future new um, king. I've been watching uh, The Crown on Netflix. You've been watching that? Not yet. I'm watching it's the really OA. Good. It's really good. Have you seen it yet, Carl? I have not watched anything on Netflix, Timmy. Okay. Well, it's really good. I'm boycotting television. Why is that? Hmm? Why is that? Um, Because my, my iPad tends to, I, I, I lean it up against my headboard. Uh -huh. And sometimes it slips and falls down in the crack between Jesus my headboard Christ. and my bed. Dude, I'm telling you, clusterfuck. And right I have there. not felt like climbing under my bed to get my, my thing, so I just have been avoiding Netflix and everything else altogether. I see. Your life is so complicated. No kidding. Okay, by all reports, Christian seemed to be an intelligent child. Um, he was taught Danish, German, and French. Aren't they pretty much all the same? 
Well, no, to your ear, yes, but not to oh, people who okay. speak them. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Linguistic over here. I, well, mister, I travel all over the world to eat Domino's pizza. <laughs> yeah. Just call me Rosetta Stone. <laughs> yeah, that's you. Yeah. Um, but uh, Christians, uh, even though he was born, born into a, the royal family, his childhood was not an easy one. Uh, when he Whose was not, is really, though? I mean, really, whose childhood is ne- an Never one? anyone that we cover. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> this, you know, actually, covering the uh, serial killers and stuff kind of makes me feel better about my own life. It makes me think I li- grew up in Wonderland. <laughs> I mean. Well, anyway, Christian, um, when he was not quite two years old, his mother, Louisa, uh, died at the age of 27 uh, due to complications from a miscarriage. So his mom died oh. when he was just a youngster. Just a wee little lad. The next year, his father married a woman named Juliana Marie of Brunswick. And um, she was his stepmother, and they never did um, get along. She did not um, really, you know, care a whole lot for Christian. And she would later on try to um, take control of the court uh, for her own son, who that she would have with the king. So she was trying to, you know, she tries to muscle him out later on. But anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. What Christ- a dick. Christian, yeah, she's kind of the evil stepmother. Kind of, she plays that role. Christian's father, Frederick V, uh, was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And go. would sometimes have wild sex orgies with prostitutes, so where he w- where he would beat them and whip them until <coughs> they were bleeding. So what you're saying was, she married a keeper. Is that yeah, a bad well, thing? Then he was fucking king. So I mean, you know, you you kind it's of. It's good to be the king, Timmy. Yeah, you you sometimes have to kind of overlook things, like your husband having wild orgies with your drunken husband having wild orgies with prostitutes. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with all that. So the beating stuff was a little. That's well, beating them till they bleed. Yeah. <clears throat> well, beating them, period. I well, no, I mean, you, you're paying for that. You get the prostitutes that have that niche that they like to get, you know, whacked around a little bit on By the bottom. By the way, there was a conversation on our Facebook page yesterday about, I was surprised to learn how many of our listeners have sold their panties in the past. <laughs> Did you read that? You know, and I, I, I meant to make, I was going to make this you. announcement later, but... Um, on our website, there's going to be a link. You can buy the Colonel Haynes boxer briefs. Oh, God. Used? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, the ones I got on today, I've been wearing for three days just to make sure they get a good price. Uh, gross. All right. Mm. That, but I was surprised when that, that conversation was funny. Okay. Well, women are shameless. I mean, women. I mean, I would do it if I was a woman. I mean, yeah, I'd never have to work. <laughs> if I was a woman, I, I, you know what? If well, I was a woman, all, I'd, I'd be a lesbian. But second of all, I'd be a whore. I'd be an ugly woman, and I wouldn't have <laughs> yeah, any options. True. And uh, you <laughs> you'd know. be, end up be marrying someone named Lanny. Yeah, <laughs> one arm. Really? Sleep, sleeping with your economic professor? <laughs> yeah. Really? God, you guys are dicks. <laughs> anyway, back it's to not Christmas. our fault you live the life you live. I mean, if you'd straighten up, you live straight, live clean. If you once a one, once in a while, bring yourself and and little Noah and Dave to the church, uh, the Latter Day Colonel on Sunday, you might be a little bit better off. No, you need some churching. You need some churching, girl. You need you, some. That's what you told yeah. me. Anyway, you got the devil living inside you. 
Christian's father was an alcoholic, and later in life, young Christian would also develop a drinking problem. I wonder, what they, I wonder if they drunk Schlitz. Everybody drinks Schlitz. Oh. A little PBR. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, Timmy. That's, you know, that's hipster now to drink PBR. <clears throat> oh, God. I when was, I, was, I, was, a, I was at some band. I was at watching some band, and they had P, uh, Paps Blue Ribbon, and I thought, man, I haven't seen that shit for a long time. This is a couple years ago. And then yep. I was informed, oh, that's, you know, that's hip to drink PBR now. Now we're shows go back. Shit you could get I'm going back to the seventh grade, Timmy. Good, you really should. <laughs> you <laughs> agree, man? Yeah, please. me and Mike O'Connell. There was a little pony keg that uh, was up by our house, and we uh, it had a big security fence around it. But you know, two 12 year old, 13 year old boys, barbed wire and an eight foot fence ain't going to keep you out. So we climbed the fence so because they kept their storage room open in the, in the summertime because it was hot. So we climbed the fence, got ourselves a case, 12 uh, quarts of Stroh's beer, Timmy. Oh, Stroh's. Stroh's. <laughs> now, we took it back. That's ba- worse than PBR. We took it back to his house. Uh-huh. We drank, drank some of it. Got sicker than dogs, too. We was in seventh grade. We're drinking warm beer, you know. We And we didn't even want the beer. We just wanted to be cool with all our friends and uh-huh. say we had it. Now, his dad, now, they this is the O'Connells. They had, like, nine kids. Their their garage was, you know, it, it could be on an episode of Hoarders. Yeah. Is this story, is it has anything? Or? Yeah. All right. The old man caught us with the beer. Okay. Made us go back to the pony keg. Give it back, and I'll tell you how he caught us. Uh-huh. When he found the beer, he immediately, amongst the nine kids, knew who who did this. Uh, obviously, it says and something about you, I think. So he drug us up to the couch, and he says to us, uh, "Don't lie to me. Tell me who's who. Where you got that beer?" Well, our story was we found it behind the church, St. Teresa Church. So his son Michael says. There we found it behind the church, and he just slapped Michael right across the side of the head. So then he comes over to me and he says, "Now, Chuck, I don't want you lying to me, son. Tell me the truth. Where'd you get to be? And I ain't gonna be the one that breaks on this, Timmy. Right. Now his wife says to him, um, and the dad's name was Michael too. He was the older one. He said, "Michael, you cannot hit that boy. He is not yours." You know what the old man said? Mm-hmm. The old man said he's sitting on my goddamn porch. I can do or my goddamn couch. I can do anything I want to him. So he stands up, walks over, stands to me. Now this is an ex-marine. He says to me, "Chuck, don't lie to me, son. Now I ain't gonna be the one who breaks here, Timmy. Mm-hmm. You know the colonel don't break." He spins and, a lot. And he said, uh, "He said, what? What? How t- tall do you think this building is? Where did you get the beer? It's not tall enough to throw him out. Now you gotta listen to this." I said, Mr. O'Connell, we told you we got it, and that's all I got out of my mouth. And he slapped me in the side of the head so hard. And he stepped back and he looked at us and said, Boys, I got all night. So Michael, before he knew he was going to take a beating all night, he broke down, told him that we stole from the pony keg. And we had to go up there and we had to work for a whole week. A whole week. We'd only opened up one of the quarts of beer. We had to work for that man a whole week for one quart of beer. Okay, uh, Colonel, can I continue with our story? That was amazing. I mean, I'd like to explore that further because you know the crazy king here. Well, I, what I'm saying is, let's there's talk consequences about Chuck getting the shit beat out of him for stealing beer. Yeah, 
You opened up the whole thing. All right, let me go back to Christian, the Mad King. Okay, so his dad was an alcoholic. Christian later in his life uh, developed a drinking problem and was known to uh, We're not judging. Known to frequent the brothels in Copenhagen. So was you, wasn't you? I've been when in, you Copenhagen. Were in Copenhagen. Yeah, I never went to a brothel there though because I was only there for a day or two. He didn't go Beautiful. to a, he didn't go to a brothel. He got them street hookers. Oh, <laughs> that's a good uh, one. I tell you what, uh, Copenhagen is a beautiful city. Brothels are just too damn expensive. You know, I they think are. Charlie's um, husband's from Copenhagen. I think I think, I think he's from Charlie Denver. Well. Uh, Charlie from the Insight. Her Charlie Well. Her name's Law. His name's Lars. Yeah. yeah. I think that automatically makes I thought he was a drummer for Metallica. for Patreon because they support us. Uh, Charlie Allie and, and Charlie? Yeah, from pa- they support us on Patreon, so I don't know if I got them earlier. but Anyway, um, Christian's stepmother, Juliana, uh, had took very little interest in her new, her uh, stepchildren. She was just, uh, she wasn't really, in the beginning, she wasn't unkind or unfair. <coughs> she just was indifferent, sort of like I am with you guys. Huh. Um, no, you're actively hostile sometimes. She, <laughs> she was far more interested in her own son, Frederick. Uh, and she was, you know, when he was born, she became really devoted to him and really ignored her um, stepchildren, including Christian, who was heir to the throne. Christian, uh, as I said, his mother died when he was two. Around this time, he was put in care of a tutor who was named, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Reveno. Oh, we can bet you won't yeah. be to yeah. me. You bet your sweet ass that <laughs> yeah. that's not happening. Reveno, who was a very harsh man, sounds like the guy that your friend's dad, Kerm, um, and he would beat and torture young Christian as a child. And he would leave him, uh, after his beatings, he would leave uh, Christian, uh, would be found on the floor foaming at the mouth. Uh, Now, that's a good beating. When you can make a kid foam at the mouth, I don't know how you even do that. Well, it's probably contributed to Christian's uh, later mental health issues and severe beatings. Um, So as a a boy, uh, he was often beaten. so he sort of, Christian sort of retreated into a fantasy world filled with uh, strange dreams. He hallucinated a lot. Um, and he became obsessed with um, looking tough. Uh, Christian was a frail boy. He was, he was young. He was thin. He was pale looking. Um, and he became obsessed with looking, to being tougher, to looking and being toughened up. Oh, yeah. Clearly. Um, but um, there is some reports that he was not only uh, physically abused by his uh, his tutors, but he was also sexually and emotionally abused by his caretakers. How the hell you beat somebody till they foam at the mouth? Well, I, I think he had some like kind of mental illness <clears throat> going in, and mm-hmm. but know. still beating that, that's I mean he, I get to feel it seemed he, like he, your body he, he was like you pass with, out before you he was dealing with anxiety he was and which you know if you were getting beat that would you know that tends to make you anxious yeah so this abuse like I said probably no, uh, contributed to his later mental health issues uh, the young Ma- uh, Marnock's life was uh, marked by mental illness uh, that. Today would probably be diagnosed as bipolar or uh, schizophrenia. 
He was, as I mentioned, afflicted with anxiety and a bout of depression and suffered from paranoid ideation that resulted in self-harm. So I guess he was a cutter. Um, his problems with mental illness became obvious at an early age. As I mentioned, he was small, weak, and frail. As a child, he would simply sit and stare at his hands, and as he grew older, he became obsessed with his appearance to the point of stripping down in public to admire his own physique. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Duh. I'm about to take my shirt off nope. right now, Timmy. Here you go. I can already see your nipples <laughs> through that shirt. I think we've been over this. That was a time, I guess, if he was around today, he'd be taking selfies and texting them. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, demons stalked the young, uh, the young monarch. Um, he was uh, determined to repel them by making himself physically perfect. Uh, he figured if he was strong, he could fight off the monsters and become capable of fulfilling the role of king. He became obsessive uh, about masturbation. Mm-hmm. Who's not? Who's not, really, yeah. So much so that the court became, uh, the members of the court became concerned that it would stun his growth, that his overall health would be affected. He'd go blind. Uh, and it would lead to him being impotent and unable to produce an error. I just think it's a good practice, Carl. Well, I think it's, you know, uh, it, it's, a, it's a necessary evil, Timmy, uh, as, as the church don't necessarily condone it, but we turn oh, a blind a eye not, to it. You're not supposed to spill your seed. Well, I don't necessarily, I don't spill it. If I spilled it somewhere, it's Renee be tissue. coming around kicking me in the ass. Yeah, I mean, it's like come Renee come walking down the hallway, slip and fall. Like, oh, who left a big bucket of spooge on the on the hardwood floor? You, you know, know what? I mean, that's just. I think Renee probably would get aggravated about a lot of things, but I don't think masturbation would be one of them. I think that for her would oh, be no, it does. a if godsend. She, if she's sleeping and you're doing it next to her and the bed starts shaking real good, well, yeah, if you interrupt it just her aggravates sleep, the shit out of her. But, yeah, no. You get hairy palms, he's going to go blind. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on for this guy. Well, he would uh, reportedly he would masturbate 8 to 12 times a day. Oh, that's a Was slacker. he 13? Yeah. That's <laughs> when he's grown up. I think even after. And this is before the internet. Uh, even right. <laughs> it was. Caught, he caught himself a glimpse of ankle, <laughs> yeah. and it was. But over. you know, when you can, when you're king, you can kind of, you know, yeah. you got you got a lot more options. And if you're just some friar, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're whacking yeah. it. To, yeah. You well, plus you got sure. those big robes. Yeah. You know, they get in the way. Right. I would think it'd be easier with the big robe. No, because you got to hold them up. They fall down because it's like having it's like having a bathrobe on. It's not easy to do. Yeah. Okay. See, I sleep is, in one of those Ebenezer see, but, Scrooge night shirts. You know, the yeah. thing before the mind. internet, though, the cap. we had magazines. And, well, he and probably didn't big, get to see his catalog. Well, didn't he? well, I'm, I'm saying, I'm just saying, you had magazines, you had True Detective magazines, True Confession magazines that you could, you. But in, now with the internet, you've got to keep one hand kind of free to, you know, to surf. Well, at the same yeah. time, and you know what? You get your, you know, your keyboard all messed up. I mean, you, there's a lot more. It's t- it's a, it's a, it's a much tougher. It sounds uh, like you life. got poor aim, Timmy. <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, poor you know, planning. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying technology doesn't always make life easy. I know. I can't. I can't type in uh, any words with K uh-huh. in my, <laughs> on my computer. I can't. They don't get it. Got it. All right. So Christian. Um, when he was only 17 years old, oh wait, I'm sorry, 
In January of 1766, he seceded to the Danish throne after the early death of his father at age 42. His dad died early. He was drinking and whoring around. That'll do it to you, Brandy. That's what I hear. Mm -hmm. Christian was only 17 years old. He was a young man with emotional and mental health issues who was not eager or ready to become king. Nevertheless, Christian inherited the throne at age 17. And after a good start, he got bored uh, by the responsibility. So he's kind of doing like Donald Trump there. He was okay for the first two or three days. Now he's mm, kind of bored. This is cool. I'm done. Leaving piles of paperwork unread for days while he and his companions went out playing practical jokes. At night, he spent most of his time in the brothels of Copenhagen. And including his taste for destruction, he is also known to be violent and was very violent towards the women. Well, he got beat growing up. Yeah. That makes you violent when you're late. When so you're old, he's out whoring around, not doing his paperwork. Uh, and the members of his court decide it's time he gets married. That'll 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 fuck. Oh, that'll that, fix yeah, him. That'll, that'll fix him. him. Yeah, that'll ruin your life. That'll make you happy to do paperwork, Colonel. Mm-hmm. Make you masturbate more. <laughs> yeah, it kind of did. The royal court decided it was time for Christian to settle down and take a wife, since there was a connection between the British and Danish royal families at the time. Uh, both were both families were Protestant. It was a natural that uh, the British bride should be sought for Christian. Even uh, before the death of King Frederick, his father, the fifth, um, negoti- negotiations were underway to for such a marriage. Now, the Danish preferred a bride uh, first was his uh, first cousin, Princess uh, Louisa of Wells. Always look in your family first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The daughter of uh, Christian's deceased maternal uncle, Frederick. A lot of Fredericks in this story. Prince, who was Prince of Wales. But when the Danish representative in London heard of her ill health, this is uh, uh, Louisa of Wales, uh, they decided uh, that that would not be a good choice. Instead, they asked for her younger sister, Princess Caroline Matilda of Wales, uh, for a prospective <coughs> bride. Now, Caroline Matilda, the future queen of Denmark, would be married off to her first cousin, Christian the, uh, the seventh, at the tender age of 15. Uh, she was born uh, to Augusta, Princess of Wales, uh, and after the unexpected death, of her father uh, she grew up and so you know this girl's going to have daddy issues Kerm. Mm-hmm. she grew up in Leicester House in London having never known her father he died before she was born which I mean you know which is really fucking good timing you know yeah. if you're going to get your wife pregnant you know you're going to die anyway die before you have to do the midnight you know two get up feeding. and feed them all yeah. morning other than well, they probably had people to do that, but anyway, Caroline Matilda was not thrilled about this prospect. You know, women are funny; they want to pick their own husbands. That's yeah, we're like that. Yeah, we're You're picky fun- that way. You are picky that way. Having never known her father, um, 
she didn't have a lack of male uh, uh, male figures around her, though, because she had a lot of brothers. Brandy's going to tell us what happens next when these two get together. All right. Tell us about the coupling of Christian VII and young Caroline Matilda. Did you write, like, some crazy penthouse for him here in the middle <laughs> to read? Please. He oh. flooded her. Right. <laughs> His granite monolith. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> nah, I'm so grossed out. All right. Honey pot. <laughs> her honey pot. Honey pot. <laughs> her sweet, sweet valley. All right. <laughs> By most accounts, Caroline Matilda. His musky manhood. Right. <laughs> His musky. Musty. Your boxers you're, you're selling are going to be musky. Right? They're going to be musky. They're going to be musky as hell by Sunday. God. Because I'm charging extra for them. <laughs> by, by most accounts, Caroline Matilda had a great childhood, which ended abruptly uh, with her betrothal to Christian the Seventh. Yeah, that'll screw up a childhood. It really does. Marriage at 15. <sighs> the Danish ambassador convinced the princess's brother, George III, that Christian was a sober... Amiable, virtuous prince. So he lied through his fucking teeth. Uh, clearly. The model king. But it didn't... That was an alternative fact. He didn't mention the drinking, the, 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 the whoring drinking, around. The drinking, the and the beating. Like beating the women. Uh, but it didn't really matter if he barked like a dog. The marriage was to shore up the traditional ties between the two countries, the check of power of France, and to strengthen the Protestant religion. Yeah, you wonder uh, was that uh, uh, was that hyperbole? Do you think if he did bark like a dog, it might have been a deal breaker? I don't know. I, I think, think she he was trying to back out. Possibly, literally, anyway. was barking like a dog. And <laughs> he may have been. Yeah. And so uh, he does some weird shit. No doubt, George the Third thought that Caroline Matilda, which is an obnoxious name. Well, she didn't give herself the name. I understand. That was her mother, Louisa of Wells. Don't name shame, devil. Well, yeah, don't, don't name shame. Yeah. Especially, you don't hear Matil- the name Matilda much anymore. Unless you're Walter Matilda. Reason. Yeah, if you waltz her, yeah. you waltz her. Yeah, there's a reason. All right. I always thought that that was washing Matilda. And I couldn't <laughs> get out. Was Matilda dirty? I mean, <laughs> Matilda funky. We got to. Yeah, washing what? Matilda. Oh. Washing Matilda. Is this one of those stitches get britches kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so no doubt this guy thought that Caroline Matilda should be absolutely flattered that she was going to get to be queen since her eldest sister, Augusta, had to settle for the Duke of Brunswick. Well,. You know, she's settling. Right. <laughs> like you and Lanny, basically. <laughs> He's settling. <laughs> you and Lanny are pet boys. Lenny's Lanny's Lanny settling. <laughs> <laughs> he only well, got one on. You know, I you know, Brandy, count your blessings. <laughs> At least yeah. you got a roof over your head. Yeah. Even if it is a trailer. Oh, God. <laughs> and even though he, he, you know, there are, he has to put little buckets down where the rain comes from. But, but <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's a nice trailer. Yeah. Other than that. And he uses his one arm to masturbate <laughs> most He's of the time. He's got his red hair all slicked back. <laughs> What the hell is wrong with Lanny? That boy is your future husband. I remember Lanny. (laughs) If you don't stop being better to Dave, this is what your future looks like. That's all we're trying to tell you. We're saying that that he's going to be settling. I don't. Let me. Let me. Let me be clear. 
I understand what you're saying. Okay. I don't need a recap. <laughs> well, you, I don't need a recap. You seem to have problem yeah. comprehending. Yeah, you don't seem to see. I don't understand. We keep laying out why? this map for you and saying. Why is this happening? Devil, this is the road you headed We're down. We're trying to take you from it, A to B. <laughs> yeah. But you just want to go from A to Lanny. Yeah. And we're trying to stop you have, that. You, you There's really a, have attention deficit this world. I've noticed that. <laughs> yeah. Have you? Yeah. Huh. All so right. We're doing this out of love. It's attention and what is it called? Attention something. Hi, hyperactive. She's yeah, giving me the finger right now. Disorder or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you don't even know what the fuck. I like baseball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. I like turtles. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Great. So their betrothal was announced on January 10th of 1765. How old were you then, Tim? <laughs> you know, that that hurts. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Let you cry like a bitch about it, okay? <laughs> anyway, so the royal couple, couple were married. Shit out. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Like you sound like fucking Donald Duck. <laughs> I can do that, you know. Like a garage band. <laughs> <laughs> Give her a big, deep, husky voice. Yeah, I already have that. I already sound like Marge Simpson's sister. <laughs> I don't know. You know, like you know, like a woman, someone you know, like has been smoking for twenty-five yeah. years. <laughs> got, got a half a lung. I already sound like all of that. Oh my! Marge shot. You got <laughs> yeah, exactly. Y'all are making my uh, reflux. <laughs> Y'all are making my reflux act up. Uh, Christian was a middle ill. Christian masturbated a lot. He was choking his chicken. You sound like Sling Blade. French fried potatoes. I'm going to kill you. French fried potatoes. What happens next, Randy? I don't know. Hold on. I had Randy to, of Lovely. I had to get a thumbs. Y'all are making my my reflux. Make giving giving me the diabetes. Sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. So they were married by proxy in October of 1766. See, I wouldn't mind that being married by proxy if I could stay married by proxy. <laughs> Would you like a butterscotch to settle your Fuck stomach? No, I don't want a butterscotch. <laughs> Um, married by proxy. Well, yeah, her brother, her brother stood in for the groom, and Caroline sobbed throughout the ceremony. Well, his brother, if he was standing in for proxy, Colonel, don't you think his brother should have been masturbating? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she sobbed all the way to Copenhagen. I don't know how long of a trip that is, but I'm I'm thinking that yeah, that's that sounds a long like, way back in yeah. The 1700s. So she cried. She cried for a while. That sounds a lot like my wedding. <laughs> Renee is still crying. She is still crying. <laughs> She curled up in a ball now it works. Caroline she Matilda. Just rocks back and forth. Car- Caroline Matilda had been raised far from the court and had no idea how to navigate the complexities of court life. Well, I, you know, I struggle with that myself. Like, yeah. like Marie well, Antoinette. You're, you're, very, you're very familiar with court I'm life. I'm familiar with court life. Right. I know my way around a court. Uh, let's see, like Marie Antoinette, a few years if later. If there's ever a fire at the Justice Center, <laughs> follow him. Oh, I know. 
she was not allowed to bring a single lady in waiting with her from London, so she was by herself. What kind that, of that's bullshit is that? Now. It is kind of fucked she up. She got to wash her own stuff. No, I'm I sure wanna... they gave her ladies in waiting that were there, but she couldn't bring. Yeah, her but there own. was a period of time between the time she left England to the time she got to Copenhagen where she had no lady in waiting. That means she had to wipe. She had to clean her own underwear. First of all, maybe I think, she sold it. I think it's been mm. well established that. After watching Downton Abbey, that I would like a lady's maid. I well, think I would that, too. I think that that is fair and just. I you know think, what I won't want? And I'm and I'm taking applications. I don't get the whole man Friday thing. And I'm taking applications for that week. Well, you save no, your shit up. Ow. You need you a valet. Shit up. I do not want a valet. You need a valet. No, I yeah, want a lady do. in waiting. No, you need a valet. I want a hoe in waiting. Well. I think you have plenty of those. <laughs> yeah, which is which is where why is, actually where is your burner phone? Yeah, which is why I you carry burner a burner. Home today. Oh no. Why you carry a burner. All right. So uh, let's see. Only a letter from her brother to read, lecturing her on how to behave as she traveled on the royal yacht. See, that's a good brother who, who will lecture this Casey ever lecture you on how to behave? Uh, negative, Ghost Rider. <laughs> he should have. Maybe if he did. Casey we, you need to have a talk with your sister. Do no. you agree, Colonel? No. Um, you do. Casey needs to intervene here. There'll be no intervention Casey's from Casey. Casey's the reasonable one in the family. He is not. Voice of reason. No. Uh, Casey, first of all, Casey, you can't take Casey to war because he can't keep a secret, A. B, he cries at the drop of a hat. Casey does? Casey's a weeper. Casey is a weeper. Like it's a little embarrassing. Well, you probably you probably tortured the poor guy. You just probably I don't think so. I think I was ambivalent. Mm. Although I did whip some I did whip some people over him. I had to. All right. So she did make a friend, and her name finally she made a friend, mm-hmm. um, and her name was Louise Van Pressian. This was it. Now she's in Copenhagen, right? Well, yeah. but that girl was sent away in disgrace by Christian's stepmother. Yeah, the mean, the mean old Christian stepmother. She just kind of uh, wanted everyone, you know. She wanted, like I said, she wanted to control the court. So, uh, although he was not thrilled with his new bride, um, Christian was not Matilda's main problem. That would be Christian's stepmother, Julianne Marie, who, in the incestuous ways of European royalty, was the sister-in-law of Caroline Matilda's sister, Princess Augusta. I bet Thanksgiving is a fucking nightmare. Julianne Marie was... Oh, those Christmas letters are a bitch. Uh, let's see. Julianne Marie was an unfriendly, pious woman whose one goal in life was to see her own son on the throne. See, you can be pious at times. I've seen you be pious before, devil. Mm-hmm. Huh. Not righteous, but I've seen you be pious. So, it was reported that she even tried to poison Prince Christian as a child, which is probably why he was foaming at the mouth. But he was saved by a quick-thinking maid who was then killed. If they killed the maid, I don't know. I made that up. Oh, but no. But he was. She. There were. They were reports that she tried to poison him. Well, that's what it says. Yeah. If Caroline, if Caroline Matilda had hoped to find a sympathetic mother-in-law, she (laughs) was fucked. She barking up the wrong tree there. (laughs) That's what it says right there. She was barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, but sometimes you don't always know what you write because you want to skip ahead when it's clearly going to be in the story. Okay, she wasn't. She so her her stepmother. I'm is fucking not. this chicken right now. It's my goddamn chicken. 
So you gotta, just keep it over there. I sound like fucking goofy when I get <laughs> done. <laughs> done with this editing. Sound like she just inhaled helium. She's going to be glad I don't know what the fuck I'm doing because I'm really fucking I'm up. usually pretty thankful you don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> All right, but within days. Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah, within days, Christian decided he didn't like being married. Well, who duh. does? Yeah. Uh, so nothing crazy about that. So he goes out back to his old bachelor ways, hitting the hot spots with his entourage, uh, destroying patterns. I don't know what that means. And, like, what kind of patterns? His old destroying patterns, the patterns of behavior. I, well, I didn't know if he had he, patterns for I think pants he left or a couple words out of there. Yeah. I think it was a typo. I think he was destroying. A typo? Uh, oh, I'm a guest. <laughs> He was uh, destroying, like, brothels and, and bars. And you know, we do fights. all this to get ready for the show, Devil. I know, right? Now, and this then this is, is what we get. This is, let's get to the story. Come on. He's oh, out. now. Oh, now let's now be. Now let's yeah. get to the story. Get to the story. Oh, it's a good story. Oh. This is for Katya. Think about Katya. Well, I just was making sure he wasn't destroying, like, a dress pattern or something. All right. Pick and fights. He drank excessively and visited prostitutes. Uh, he attacked random people in the streets. Christian... Uh, demonstrated other bizarre behavior. He continued to masturbate excessively, sometimes uh, as much as 8 to 12 times a day. That would be average about 10, girl. Yeah, I'm not sure that, and it really depends on what, I mean, if you have, if you, here's where it comes down to. Does it start at midnight to midnight to 11.15? I mean, what? Right, and is it interfering with your other things? I mean, are you not spending time online because you're masturbating? Uh, he wasn't you producing an air, so not, that's a problem. Um, you know, going to work because you're masturbating. It's like alcoholism. It's so masturbationism. It, it, so if you masturbate at work, it's perfectly fine. As long as you get your work done. All right. Continue. Yeah. Then don't have a sticky keyboard. Why do they? Why? Why? You, why you know what is not okay is masturbating during this podcast. Never oh, okay. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I figure if it, if they didn't want us masturbating at work, they would not put locks on the door. Well, there'd be something in the personnel policy about it. <laughs> and you know what? I've read the I personnel there's policy. Not. Does not. Yeah. Does not. And we have policies for everything. Yeah, we're the county. We're the, county, we're yeah. the government. We got right. policies. Well, they didn't think of that one. And this, and I, I've, I've done this during normal conversations. He would slap his guest without warning and for no reason. <laughs> well, I just start talking and he slapped you. Well, slapped the piss yeah. out of you. You you always stayed awake during yeah. conversations. You always knew who was in charge of that conversation. I mean, uh, he would often pour water over his dinner guest's head. Yeah, he's, he's coming off like little like uh, King sounds Jeff, legit. Uh, Joffrey. Joffrey. Joffrey, yeah, Joffrey. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember Joffrey masturbating that much, but no, and and I, I think Joffrey he was, was a slapper. Joffrey was in Game of Thrones. He was a lot meaner than Christian is. Yes, Christian's just thanks nuts. for clearing up that that was Game of Thrones. Yes. Everybody knows that. Well, not everyone's seen They do. Though. Everybody's seen it. Everybody has. At state dinners, he would perform magic tricks. As those are in quotes. Because for his guests, which were neither magic nor a trick. <laughs> for example, Who does that sound like? <laughs> for example. It's when a colonel tells an amusing story. Like a joke. Either an amusing or story. Right. <laughs> It's uh, just words. <laughs> an example of Christian's favorite trick was he would squeeze the juice from a lemon onto a plate while he constantly mumbled about an excellent new magic trick he had invented because he's fucking Penn and Teller over here. <laughs> David goddamn Copperfield. Oh, yeah. um, and then 
Okay, so he, he bragged that he's made this excellent new magic trick he invented. The lemon juice cannot run through it, said Christian, holding the plate. Suddenly, he turned the plate upside down, but it can run off of it. Oh. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo, Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. That's some crazy shit. <laughs> you know what he did? You know what his next magic trick How was? How did he do that? Well, yeah. You know what his next magic trick was? Look at this apple. Yeah. Now close your eyes. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. Pick a card, any card. Yeah. Go through all of them. What a dick. All right. So, and of course, they would give him some some applause. Yeah, right. It's a golf clap. That's amazing. That was amazing. Yes. Uh, let's see. When a minister or subject would bow before him, he'd leap frog over him. <laughs> because that's what you do. I don't understand show, what the problem is. That's showing respect, Colonel. If someone bows for you, you leap frog over him. Don't you think it's you know what I'm wondering, yeah. though? If he didn't wear underwear, I bet that leapfrog was nasty. Oh, yeah. He probably didn't wear underwear either. He'd probably leave a trail down their back. Yeah. Gross. Uh, he once made a dog an official member of his court and required servants to bow when the dog would walk by. Well, if he's an official member of the court. Well, King Charles Cavalier. See? Yes. There mm-hmm. you go. I love those. So he's a little off his rocker. Uh-huh. Uh Poor little Caroline Matilda was unhappy and discontented and made sure her brother knew about it. And, <laughs> you got and, me over here with this fucking wax. In oh. her thinly veiled letters. However, she made it clear she didn't want or need his advice. Yeah, fuck you, dude. You got me into this. You can blow yourself. That she would rely on her own judgment because clearly nobody else's judgment was going to work out for her. Uh, Caroline applied herself to life at court, learning Danish. Bored with being cooped up indoors all day, she took to walking the streets of Copenhagen, accompanied by a footman and a lady-in-waiting. Ah, man, I need a footman and a lady-in-waiting. Write that down. Since the king refused to come to her bed, she couldn't even fulfill her most basic role, giving the kingdom an heir. Caroline Matilda, while not beautiful, was charming and vivacious. Ah, see. Like Chuck. Colonel. If, 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 if when they describe they, you as charming and vivacious, yeah, yeah, you pass on that one. Yeah, you don't want to meet them. Buxom and blonde. When they, when they tell you they have a nice personality, eh. well, she was buxom and blonde. And well, had, and buxom and blonde is all right, Colonel. And had a good complexion. Oh well. So she had big boobs and blonde hair. Yeah, and a nice complexion. In seventeen sixty-seven, of her. She- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. She wasn't, she wasn't uh, you know, 
unattractive. She just wasn't, you know, hot. She was just kind of plain. Yeah, if, I mean, if you're a king, you're, he's getting all that tail in the brothels. Yeah. But he was sleeping with dudes, too. So I think he was bisexual. Yeah. In 1767, Christian entered into a relationship with a courtesan named Catherine. I need a courtesan. That's what I need. Isn't that from Star Wars? I don't know. I thought it was. It's just a fancy name for a whore, right? I don't know. I think so. Uh, he publicly declared that he could not love Caroline Matilda because it was unfashionable to love one's wife. <laughs> now, Colonel, I feel like Dave still uh, still. <laughs> you think Dave wrote that? I think Dave. <laughs> yeah. I think Dave gave. Yeah. Well, it is a bit unseemly to love your wife. You think, it's Colonel? just gauche. I think so. He ultimately sank into a condition of mental stupor. Symptoms during this time included paranoia, self-mutilation, and hallucinations. While her husband wasn't interested, there were plenty of men at court who were and would have been more than happy to console the depressed queen. Christian. Well, because he had boobs. Well, yeah. right. Christian, and she was, she was what, charming or whatnot? Yeah, or? Yeah, charming. She had and boobs. had boobs. And had boobs. Christian pretty much ignored his new bride, spending his time with Catherine, masturbating, or chasing prostitutes. He's got hobbies. Yeah. He has a a full day. Although Caroline Matilda didn't mind being left alone, she was concerned without her husband's attention she could not meet her obligation to produce an heir. Yeah. So. You know, know, she'd have to kind of follow him around when he he was masturbating and capture that stuff. Well, so Matilda. Follow him around the little cup. Is that what happens? Because I'm getting ready to read this. Turkey baster. Hey. So Matilda right, no. directed members of her court to start working on the young king. They told, they told Christian that a lack of an heir might convince his subjects that he was impotent. Oh, that would be embarrassing. Now I want to stop the podcast for a moment, Brandy, because the colonel is not engaged for some reason. What are you because doing? Because my fucking son's trying to claim himself on his income tax, and I'm telling him if you do, I'm going to put a foot in your ass because I'm going to lose a $4,500 college tax credit. So the dumb some bitch. So I, it's, it's would you important. would you mind um, would you mind participating in the podcast? Give me a let me send this. Continue, Brandy. That was enough to get Christian back in Matilda's bed long enough for her to conceive the long-awaited heir, who was named what else? Frederick. Yes. Still, the birth of an heir did nothing to change Christian's grody ways or to stabilize his mental instability. At least they got an heir, though. In fact, he was getting worse. While traveling incognito through Europe to England, Christian met a German doctor. I travel incognito quite a bit. Yes, I know. Uh, Christian met a German doctor named Johann, is it Struency? Struency. I I believe that's right, Struency. Who had been investigating mental disorders. He seemed to have a soothing effect on the king. Christian was so taken with him that he insisted that Struency come along for the rest of the tour. They became close friends. For the young king, he met someone who seemed to understand his struggles with mental illness. For Struency, Christian made an, made an important contact that would serve his personal ambitions. After his unofficial tour, the king invited, invited Struency back to Denmark, where he could serve as Christian's friend and advisor. At 30, the king's new friend was handsome and ambitious, almost six feet tall, broad-shouldered, with piercing blue eyes. Sounds like me, Colonel. A little bit, a little yeah. bit, yeah. Uh, who'd been who'd been merely. I mean, when they say you got broad shoulders, that means you got a big wang. Mm-hmm. It doesn't that, mean that. It's that, that, euphemism for uh-huh. yeah, a big wang. It's not. 
uh, he had been just surviving in the provinces, so he seized this chance to make a name for himself. At first, the royal court welcomed him because he had a calming effect on the young prince, mixing up hangover remedies, coaxing him back to take an interest in his paperwork. Yeah, so but he he's becomes, giving him fucking hair of the dog. That's all that shit yeah, was. Yeah, he becomes a little bit like Rasputin. He tries to influence the court. You know, he well, he becomes you know, he becomes his, his, the king's buddy, and then at first they like it. The court likes it, and then yeah. later he starts doing some unsavory type of things. Well, his prescription of fresh air, exercise, and cutting back on the drinking began to work wonders. Well, yeah. that's good advice. But Strunzi had greater ambition than just to be the well, king's about friend. Cutting back on the drinking. He wanted to have influence in the court. To solidify this position, Strunzi sought not to win over the king, but Queen Matilda as well. While the king was trying to conceive an heir with Caroline Matilda, he passed on a bad case of gonorrhea. There oh, we go. Got the clap, Colonel. That's the, before they had uh, penicillin, too, oh, Timmy. Oh. Got the clap from the brothels. Mm. So The king got the clap. The king the got king it and, he, and gave it to Caroline Matilda. Oh, gives his wife. Now you could, you got some explaining to do when you your mm-hmm. your wife gets the clap and she's been she's been faithful because they don't believe the old toilet seat theory. Well, <laughs> no, even though it's proven science, yeah, it can happen. It can happen. Alternative mm-hmm. facts. <laughs> yeah, Strunzi won of her Caroline Matilda after he treated her for this painful venereal disease. Well, that's. Because you know, nothing brings people closer. You can, you know, that's the quickest way to a woman's heart is to treat her for treat her for VD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not only was he able to relieve her symptoms, but he listened to her. The first person to do so since oh, Louise he listened, Vaughn. He listened. Yeah. Yeah. Guys don't really listen. They just want to hear Yes, they're staring at you. Well, this is a public first service all, announcement, women. Guys don't care what you say. We're not listening. We're just thinking about getting laid. And we'll agree to anything to do for, to, well, to that all, end. Yeah. Poor little Caroline Matilda, you know, she's kind of... She got the runny cooter for, for well, one. Right. I mean, she got... Yeah, Why does I he don't want her pants? I don't, I, don't want, I don't want those panties. No. I do so, not want those panties. I don't, you know, you think he wouldn't want to dive into that. With, ecstatic, uh, ecstatic to have a friend, Caroline Matilda demanded that Strunzi come see her every day, sometimes three or four times a day. Uh, Colonel. I yes. demand it. Colonel. Seeing her three or four times a day. Oh, it was yeah. a case of a young yeah. romantic girl falling for an older, experienced man. Got daddy issues. Well, Timmy, you just said it. Carolina Matilda had some daddy issues. Oh, the poor thing. And Struency said, I will be your father figure. Nope. Put your little hand no. in my... No, no singing. Come he come said on. he would be her teacher uh-huh. and her lover. There we go. So the doctor's trying to bang the queen. Even though she had the runny coot. Now he's well, it's not her fault, <clears throat> but still. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter whose fault it is. It's, yeah. he Once soon, you have it, you have it. Just, yeah. He soon realized how he could turn the situation to his advantage to have not just the young king, but also the queen dependent on him. Well, see, that's the thing. If you got a, if you got a king who's nuts that likes you, and you're banging the queen, you're in pretty good shape. I would, you'd think so. Now, on on his suggestion, Carolyn Matilda took up riding and became a fearless horsewoman. Yeah. Although occasionally, because of the runny cooter, she would slip off the saddle. <laughs> no, no. I hate that. He now began, began phase. Ooh, it's probably all pussy. Ugh. Oh, Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, not it not like the cheese on the top of that piece of pizza that you're worrying about. Granny there. is eating. So um, he told it was only a matter of time before Christian was uh, no longer sane. This was really? phase two of it his was plan. Just a matter of time. <clears throat> and it was up to her to seize the reins of power before her enemies did. Yeah. Yeah. Now, by 1770... In the meantime, the king is doing magic tricks. <laughs> yeah. All right. By 1770, Struency and Caroline were lovers. Okay, so the king's confidant is now banging his wife. And, and this is... Queen. Now, this is some beautiful writing here, Timmy. For Caroline Matilda, Struency must have seemed like a knight with a stethoscope. God. Oh, how do you like that, Randy? Now that's some that's some William Faulkner shit right there, <laughs> right. boy. Uh, <laughs> right. I prefer Tennessee Williams, but whatever. okay, whatever. Cat on a hot tin stethoscope. After fumbling, after the fumblings of her husband, to bang bump uglies with someone who knew what they were doing must have been a revelation. Yeah, it's like, uh, excuse. Well, you think Christian would know what he was doing? He had a lot of experience. No, nah, he was just a he was a, he was a poke and go. Well, um, you know that's a problem. That's it's a, a dine and dash. That's problem mm-hmm. with masturbation is that you you if you're not careful you just you know you you kind of rub one out quickly and before you know it you're a minute man, Colonel. Well, you can teach yourself. You can train yourself. I mean, you can you can tie you set the timer when you start, Timmy. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's on your know. cell phone. You have an app for that. Yeah, you just set the timer, and is it going to be an eight-minute one? Is it going to be a twelve-minute one? Is it going to be one of those ones where, you know, because you're picking the movie out. Do I want to watch forty-five minutes? Do I need to watch the four-minute clip, or do I need to go to the nineteen-minute? Yeah, well, nine-minute. If you get over six minutes, then you have to pay for it. So you have to time it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, you, you have to use the free clips, and they're only usually about, you know, four minutes. Well, that's really? no. That one site did uh, King dot com. I think Brittany or Fallon told us about. I forget what that was. Uh, but he had to. Yeah, he had to. He had to pay some yeah, extra ruples. Was it hamster or something? Yeah, gerbil, porn gerbil or something. But anyway, after the fumblings of a husband to be made love to oh, by God. someone who knew what they were doing must have been a revelation. She was happy and in love. Although she was kind of itchy down there. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> Carolyn Matilda could afford to be compassionate towards her husband. Christian, far from feeling betrayed, was happy that his wife had someone who could fulfill her needs. Now, see, that's what I need. I need a male Friday just to take care of that, the demands that that devil woman of mine makes on me, Timmy. You need someone to take the pressure off. I do. I do. You can't. You can't. You need a valet. No, what he needs is like a plumber or <laughs> some, like a fix-it guy that can come in and fix all the shit. Cause that's the only thing Renee demands well, from she, him. She would leave me if she found a good one of those, yeah. Now, Christian never seemed to care much for his bride, and he even called her a cow. Wow. And for some reason, also referred to her as mother. Now, that's uh, a, <laughs> oh, mommy, that's it, mommy. It's that's legit. it, mommy. Come on, baby. Come it on, mommy. legit. Well, you know, you get your you, you get your woman to call your daddy sometimes. Well, so. He had mother issues, I guess, because of the his mother died when he was. And three. you know, uh, Caroline Matilda was telling this guy, "Oh, give it to me, daddy. Give it to me, daddy. Give it to me." You know, I mean, she had daddy issues. Yeah. 
And apparently, you know, and Big Christian, Daddy. She called him Big Daddy. While Christian was busy leapfrogging over people. <laughs> yeah, slapping, slapping people. people randomly. There were now three of them in the marriage, but none seemed to mind. Christian was comfortable in the company of his wife and the physician, and it became uneasy if they weren't around. Struncy dined with the royal couple several times a week while Carolyn, while Carolyn Matilda and Struncy saw only saw to the matters of government, the king could live in his own little world, leapfrogging people, slapping people, Doing magic spanking tricks. his monkey. Uh, he only roused himself. Would you like to follow him around for a day? No, oh I would not. <laughs> he only roused himself long enough to sign his name on official documents. Now, Matilda was so happy, she turned a blind eye to her lover's ambitions and to his other affairs. Yeah, so this Strauss guy is starting to... He's got a plan going on. Yeah. Now, encouraged by Strauss, she even began dressing in men's clothing, wearing buckskin breeches, vest and coat, her hair hanging down in a braid, riding astride like a man. Mm. So she was mounting that stallion like a man. Doing a reverse cow girl. <laughs> reverse cow girl. The fuck? Christian. When you ride a horse, Brandy, do you ride it side saddle? Or? No. Okay. All right. Continue, Colonel. Christian Matilda Just and Struzzi. wanted that to be on, on the record. Moved to the secluded palace of Hersholm mm-hmm. on an island not far from Copenhagen. There, Matilda gave birth to a daughter named Louise. Mm. The pregnancy and birth was secret, that the people of Denmark was so secret that the people of Denmark were eventually surprised to learn they had a new princess. Yeah. No one at court, however, was fooled about who the father was. Everyone knew that that's Strunzi's character. Everybody knew. And at Christmas time, one one uncle always gets drunk and brings it up. <laughs> he ain't you your know. You know he ain't your father. You know who the father is. They so. end up on Murray. <laughs> yeah. Love Murray. I am a thousand percent sure. <laughs> yeah. Look at his nose, Maury. <laughs> no. Look at his nose. <laughs> now, Everybody's a geneticist on Maury. <laughs> Carolyn Matilda appointed him her official reader and private secretary to the king, which made him a... Baller. Counselor. Oh, a counselor. Strensi was determined that Denmark be a modern, up-to-date nation and able to compete with the rest of Europe. But unfortunately, he alienated... Not only the clergy and nobility, much like you have here, devil. Mm-hmm. Powerful enemies who were appalled that the upstart Germany, upstart German, nobody was taking away their rights and privileges. Yeah, so this dude is, uh, he has good intentions, but he... Does he? Well, this upstart German nobody was trying to take away their rights and privileges. Yeah, Strauss and was German. Sometimes commas are important to me. They are. <laughs> they really are. It, yes. Now, they found a welcome ear in their mailbox one day. Now, see, you wonder where I'm going with that, yeah. ain't you? Uh-huh. I just made that up. Uh-huh. They found a welcome ear for their complaints in Christian's stepmother, Juliana. Ah, oh, that bitch. Who hoped that once she got rid of Struincy and Caroline Matilda, she would rule as regent until Christian's son came of age. Yeah, so the plan was they've got a Christian who's a nutcase. <laughs> yeah, I know. Recap. Yeah, they, got, they got Christian. Would you like to read this? <laughs> and so if they can, she can get rid of Caroline Matilda, the queen, and Strassensee, she's got control of the court. Well, thank God, because I was unclear. 
when Chuck read pretty much those exact words. I wasn't sure, but but you cleared like that right up. I clarity to this podcast. Well. Great wise one. Right. Thank goodness. Now, soon Carolyn began to believe that she and Stronzi were another Catherine the Great and Potato Man. Potato what? Man? <laughs> Just read the script. Po- I don't know how to fucking say this word. P-O-T-E-M-K-Potemkin. Potemkin. Potato Man. Do you think it's Potato Man, though? Potemkin. Potemkin. I mean, far be it for me to... Catherine the Great and Pokemon. Pokemon, yeah. But she had neither Catherine's intelligence nor her political savvy. Hmm. Let he let power go to his head, luxuriating in the trappings of power. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> Clearly, yeah, you ain't lying about that bullshit. <laughs> he made himself a privy counselor, and now I wonder if that's a counselor that is, goes to the privy with you. An account. The lube. He made himself a count. Made himself Did a count online. Ordered a new gilded carriage. Ordered his servants to wear uniforms, and even demanded that his servants call him Colonel. The bastard. That's going a step too yes. far. Yes. I want a gilded carriage. I will not take the bus any longer. You know what? I will have a gilded carriage that will t- take me home. Because you know, Amazon. Went, hey, Amazon's got two day delivery. Let me tell you. You you know, I, I know you know this, but I was downtown waiting on my bus the other day, and a lady. Shot a dude. I capped yeah. a heard six Shot times. Him, like, Wait a minute. Six times. Six yeah. times. Wait, capped a motherfucker <laughs> because thug because life his, over here. This pasty yeah. white motherfucker yeah. has got street cred. <laughs> I was I was sitting down waiting for the bus and I heard like, six shots, like you said, Colonel. And the lady is on, Fount, on Fountain Square. She I mean, just wait, she knew he was getting off the bus yeah, and waiting for him. Waiting for him. That was like a mafia. Fountain ahead. Square. There's only like 12,000 uh, 12, people yeah. down there. Middle Cap, of the afternoon. Capped a motherfucker. Capped a motherfucker. <laughs> he's pro- I mean, he's like in critical condition, so she may get charged with murder if he dies. She says she's innocent, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He, well, she said he molested her for yeah. years. Yeah, yeah that's, her, that's the story. That's hey, the story. You never know. I'm getting me a fucking gilded carriage. I ain't get catching a bus anymore. eBay, <laughs> two-day delivery. And if you have Amazon Prime... Can we park a gilded carriage out? <laughs> you can't. I think that, you have... We've got in that, the back. Well, we got that horse... That horse hitch up yeah. front. Yeah. Okay. So you, you can do that. That's fine. I'll give me a fucking gilded carry. Well, what you ne- you're going to need a special permit, though. I need a driver. Someone well, you are going to need a driver. So yeah, anyway. Old, old uh, Pony Express wagon around somewhere. They could. If we could get back to this story. Please continue, Colonel. Um, Juliana and her friends were busy in the court compiling evidence of this affair. They sprinkled powder. Now, this is a good plan. They sprinkled powder on the secret staircase between Struncy's room and Carolyn's to check for footprints. Well, first of all, if they knew it was there, it wasn't a secret staircase. Just saying. Okay. Now, armed with proof, Juliana confronted her son, yeah, Christian. Let's just marinate this. Let's just marinate. So they're suspecting, they know that they're, they're sleeping together. Well, so, goddamn, yeah, that's why. So what? No, they, what they, did I skip over here? Tell me what so I skipped I over. Say, I want to talk about the brilliance of this plan. <laughs> they put powder on the floor, Colonel, mm-hmm. if, and they could they could see that he was. It's like snow, snow, and yeah. they could see that he was walking over to her room. 
Is the that fuck? what I said, devil? Or did I not? Did I leave I, that part out? You didn't let out? it marinate. So oh, I you... didn't. Okay, so really, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting your poetry out there the way no, I should exactly, be. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Is that what exactly. you're saying? All right. I you know, you got. You got to be in the. Mo- you got to feel it. You got to live. You know. I want you to. I gotta be the words. Well, you know, I gotta you, be the words, you, Timmy. You really do. I mean, he's painting this picture, and you're fucking it up. Exactly. Exactly. You are pissing on his painting. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to tell a story here, and I'm trying to re- reach in and just grab the heart of our listeners. And when you skip, we're over trying stuff, to grab them by the. You know what? You know how he paints, though. You know, the, have you seen the guy that, well, the guy, one guy paints with his dick. With his peckle, yeah. Yeah, the but there's painter. another guy that paints uh, by giving himself paint enemas. And yeah, then and then squirts it out that on guy. That's how mm-hmm. Timmy paints. I'm not painting. I'm writing, and I'm, I, 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 I would appreciate it if you take some time and give the words the meaning and clarity. Oh, because you I'm, can't wait a minute. You can't say half the words that you put yeah. down. I'm the one that's but costing your Apple. <laughs> I'm the one that's costing your Appalachian ass a Pulitzer. Is what you're telling yes. me? Yes. Okay. Essentially, yes. <laughs> Look, if I could get a couple of talking monkeys, <laughs> I'd have talking monkeys. On this that's so goddamn hurtful. <laughs> but unfortunately, there's no fucking talking monkeys around. So I have to use you two. So would you just put a little effort into it? So I'm asking. It's goddamn hurtful. (laughs) I know it is. I toil all week in these fucking scripts. There we go. Toil. Toil. You're toiling now? Oh, I toil. You're a toiling motherfucker is what you are. Wow. And I toil, and I do all this research, and I write these great scripts that it really... Okay, fucking Scorsese. No, seriously, <laughs> some of these scripts are I'm keeping them because <laughs> you putting a some portfolio them, together. I mean, there. <laughs> when I'm dead, these things are going to be worth a lot of money. Oh goddamn, uh, Brandy, four cents a piece. I'm, I'm sorry. You know what, Brandy? I don't have my glasses on. Is that Bill Shakespeare over there in the chair? Yeah, I, yes. I can I cannot Look, really see. You la- they laughed. At, uh, they laughed at William Shakespeare when he he, he wrote Romeo and Juliet. They laughed at him, uh, you know. They laughed at him all the time. Now look at him. No, he's laughing. dead. <laughs> he's yeah. dead. But but uh, seven hundred years later, we're still talking about him, and that is what the, they they the, when you're long dead, they won't remember you. They don't remember who 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 got on stage and performed Shakespeare's words in 1656. They remember the the, the plays. They remember what he put on paper. They'll remember me. They're not going to remember you. Oh Either one God. of you. So somebody- if I could get fucking talking monkeys, I would have talking monkeys on this podcast. First of all, what the fuck? This motherfucker has lost his tried- goddamn I- mind. I this morning, you- Brandy walks into my office and said, have you talked today. to Timmy today? I was like, no. She's like, he's off the goddamn chain. I don't know Why? what he did last night. Where did night. you say that? Goddamn. What do you fucking care? <laughs> I wasn't off the chain. I was very nice to you in this morning when you came in. I didn't say you weren't nice. Well, I said you were off the chain, you why, dick. Why, why was I off Because the... you were fucking Gabby Magoo. You were like a goddamn macaw. Just, <laughs> just Gabby, 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 which is fine, but unusual for you. 
You were damn near jovial now and not like the Eeyore that we usually see running around here. Fucking Moses t- t- knocking shit out on a well, stone tablet. And now he's all like wanting to be pissy and fucking I'm, I, Shakespeare. Continue, Colonel. I'm going on eBay to see if I can get some talking monkeys. <laughs> if any of our listeners out there would have any talking monkeys, please let me know. Okay. Well, let me get back to Why don't you look for your gilded carriage? <laughs> what, well, Julian? No, at least a fucking, if a monkey could talk... I, I, we have to talk well. I mean, you know, it, but well, then you don't have to. And we <laughs> let you on there. <laughs> if we got a show, I would replace Jesus. you with a talking monkey as in a fucking minute. <laughs> we would, you know, and uh, you know what? Our downloads would spike. <laughs> Well, and you know what else? You would get hit with poo all the time. That's what I was just thinking. Which would send you into a fucking ladder. As soon as, as soon as he got some monkey, monkey, uh, defecation on his forehead, yeah, I don't it, care. it would be done. It's no worse than listening to your fucking stupid stories. But Brandy sitting there eating pizza and playing Candy Crush. I'd rather have fucking monkeys throwing poo at me as long as they can follow the fucking script. He would rather he would rather deal with monkey jizz than deal with us anymore. Cause monkeys jack off a lot too. Yeah, they that's do. fine. <laughs> and you don't. <laughs> I keep pushing my chair further and Where? further away. What are you doing with it? Are you pushing it? <laughs> I'm back, pushing. I'm pushing. Back to the story, Colonel. I Gordon, can't get back to the story. You give me why are you upset? How are you coming with those talking like amateur kids? podcasters? I shouldn't fucking pay people to do this. Oh God, for fuck's sake! Seriously, if I wish I had other friends, if I had other friends, they would be on this podcast. Unfortunately, I don't. I just have YouTube dickwads. If I had friends, though, you guys wouldn't be here. He would set the world on goddamn fire. Well, I'd be more than 192 on iTunes, that's for sure. Sword and Scale, look out. Timmy's got two new friends. Timmy got two talking monkeys. Allie and Charlie, I love your podcast. And if you would take me back. Don't do it. He gets pissy. I've been listening. I gave up. I gave up a top forty podcast so that I could fucking do a podcast with you two. You basically. So what you're saying is you could have been on the Yankees, but you chose to be with the Durham Bulls. He could have. Wait a minute. He could have been a contender. <laughs> could have been. I could have have a top podcast instead. I'm gonna get the talking monkeys. I don't even care if they speak. I don't even care if I have an accent. <laughs> don't get no Mexican talking monkeys. Because as soon as you get used to them, they're getting tossed right over that wall. Wait a minute. What? They don't even care if they have an accent. All I'm saying is. What are you going to get a fucking. All I'm saying is. You're going to get a French monkey in here. He's going to get some dickhead French Canadian in here. You do not do these stri- my scripts justice. You know, it, it's a lot of work that I put into these scripts, and I do a lot of research. And you know, I I, I have a, a a very nice turn of phrase. You got to admit that. Turn of <laughs> times, yeah. And, and and I put a lot of work into these. And then at you times, know, I think, though, Timmy, in fairness, I think you had a stroke while you were writing. <laughs> 
was like, it's like, a, 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 wait, a, did your arm go numb while you no, were typing me? No, that Chicago fire one we did. How many people died in that? Six hundred and two. It's yeah, not. I know because you had it in there twenty five times. I was emphasizing it. No, no you ever? See, the, the problem is you never emphasize anything. You just you just read the shit like it, it's words. What's what you tell us to do? Read the goddamn story. No, yeah. but you know, you got to let it marinate. When you when there's an important when there's an important part, you, I'm gonna start putting parenthetically marinate. <laughs> Put it in bold letters. Yeah, so I get because it. you you just rush right through it. Uh, the king died, and then that's it. <laughs> Let the shit marinate. King beat off, King died. Yeah. <laughs> There's some funny lines. This guy's going around <laughs> masturbating, leapfrogging over people, slapping strangers. That's funny shit. <laughs> and you read it like you're reading a, a you know a second grade uh, you know report or something. Let it marinate. This time it does kind of read like a second grade report. <laughs> <laughs> Talking monkeys. I'm looking them up right now. Okay, really, well, you fuckers. Let me get. Don't worry about podcasting the next week. I'll get a talking. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I don't, get. I'm gonna mean, get two po- talking monkeys. I don't understand what happened. I was just sitting here minding my business, and all of a sudden, well, you can't fucking read a script. <laughs> well, that's nothing to do with me. What's, you're no better. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm sitting there playing Candy Crush with pizza in your mouth, not paying any attention. What the I, first of all, I ain't paying attention. First of all, what, I want to know what the I have fuck I did wrong here. I, you bitched at me. Don't do your job. <laughs> Just fucking do your job. That's all okay. I have. Read. Okay. Read the uh, fucking you know, give script. Me. Randy is a whole other problem that I got to deal with. <laughs> okay. But I can't. Okay. I can't yeah. get can rid of just... both of you right now. I have to have one of you until I can get the talking monkeys on board. <laughs> it took a little bit of time to train. Apparently. Okay. Let me let me try it. Would it would. Let me get it. Let me. I'm a method actor. Let me try to get better into character. Okay, there, uh, uh, Marlon Brando. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> For sure. Now, armed with proof, Juliana confronted her stepson Christian. That's better. Julianne convinced Christian and Struzanhausen that the Queen had planned to murder him, and Christian believed them, uh-huh. since he was so paranoid. Yeah, he's schizophrenic. Christian had been forced to sign warrants when Julianne told him that a revolution was forming against Struzancy and the Queen. Yeah, didn't and we pronounce it the right way about eighteen times before he got a hold of this? Yeah. That the, I so, know. So so so. Uh, <laughs> and that so the palace she, was about she's, to be she's, stormed. She's uh, feeding into his paranoia. She is. Yeah. So Struzancy and Caroline Matilda were arrested one night after a masked ball. A mask ball. Yeah, yeah. But put a mask on your balls. Can you? No. <laughs> okay. But I've worn those things like they give you on airplanes so you can sleep on your balls. Mm-hmm. No, not my on my uh-huh. eyes. Yeah, but okay. okay so you can't, know, I hate the little mask on those when they they have those uh, uh, masquerade balls and they you know it's just like a little you stick hold? that you hold up. Yeah, those That's are like, stupid. Because you know, you're not fooling anybody. Everybody <laughs> knows who you are. Exactly. But you can tear the mask off and sharpen the end of the thing and make a shank out of it if you're in prison. That's why they don't have Halloween pop balls in prison. (laughs) I didn't realize that was the reason. Everybody knows that. (laughs) So Carolyn and Matilda, now they're they're arrested after a mass ball. Carolyn and Matilda was kept away from her husband to keep her from convincing him of her innocence. 
she was allowed to take little Princess Louise with her to prison, but at oh. El- Elsinore, but the crown prince, but not the crown prince, who yeah. she never and saw I don't again. Think prison is the probably appropriate. Is word. that like just, take they, your child to work? They just, yeah, they just took him out away from the palace. Oh, they they got exiled. Yeah. Now, when George III heard of his sister's sin, seemingly adultery, he disowned her and offered her no help whatsoever. Yeah, you're on your own. It's his fucking reason she's in it in the first place. (laughs) Sorry. He ignored all her pleas and burned her correspondence. Well, she's out banging this doctor. She's got the clap. (laughs) Carolyn Matilda's lover, meanwhile, was tortured under interrogation. Yeah. Struency only confessed after being told that Carolyn Matilda Matilda had already confessed. See, that's, think, old, that's old. That's old school. trick they use on. Yeah, you. don't never confess. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I never believe a cop if they tell you that your partner confessed. Yeah, because your partner probably did confess. It doesn't matter. Still, you say, you know what? I I didn't do it. The trick is. Then that motherfucker guilty. No, the, your trick is always confess first and promise to testify <laughs> yeah. against him. That's that's really is that what you, it is. Yeah, you do that, and then your your friend gets uh, you know they get shipped off up the river, and you get you get a plea, you get a cop a plea. Everybody knows that. Every, yeah, see, this motherfucker is going to replace us with talking monkeys. Mm-hmm. So if we're ever arrested together, we know Timmy ain't going to stop. No. Timmy going to be telling them shit they didn't even know we did. No, right, I'll, I'll make shit up. <laughs> yeah. And then they went to so anyway they went to Carolyn Matilda and told her that our lover. Uh, had confessed to everything. At first, she did not believe them until she saw the signed confession. Mm. See, so he, he, he snitched. You can't take him to war. He's a bitch. Yeah. Caroline Matilda well, only he got signed tortured. It. She didn't. Well, bitch. she had to clap. Yeah, she didn't have to clap. And that's itchy, I think. I don't know. I don't know what it's like having. I never had it to clap. Seems to me like you do know. No, I, and I never Piss had a vagina blade. Me pissing razor blades. <laughs> Evidently, Timmy knows. No, I've never had it. I just said that's what they just always describe it as. Now, Caroline Matilda only. Did saw you see it. the woman who put her menstrual blood on a hamburger? We did yes. see that. Yes. And and you ordered yours plain. Yes. Caroline Matilda only signed a confession, hoping that by doing so, Struency's life might be spared. After, at her trial, she was found guilty and divorced from her husband. Despite her divorce, both children were considered legitimate, Timmy. Yeah, but I think the daughter was... Um, she was a bastard. Str- yeah, she was belonging to Strawency. Now, Strawency, Struency. You don't even fucking know. Truancy was yes. executed on April 28th. They, they went hard on him. Even Caroline Matilda was sent into exile in Hanover. At Seal Castle without her children. Despite her exile, she never stopped hoping she would see her children again. She gave card parties, did needlework, and went to church. On May 11, 1975. Yeah, she was, I mean, she's still a young lady here. She died of, and yeah, on May nine, 11th, what? Three years later, at the age of 23, she died of scarlet fever. Wow, she got the fever. Hearing of her death, George III refused to let her be buried in Westminster Abbey, Timmy. She had the gonorrhea. Yeah, that shit spreads to other dead people. Yeah. Instead, she's buried next to her great-great-grandmother in cell. Although Christian remained king, it was in name only. Let me ask you this, Carl. You're a a man of the world. Can you you pick up the venereal disease from a corpse? From the decaying vagina, you can. Really? Hmm? So you can get the herpes? You can get it from Timmy. You can get it from a from a toilet seat, 
you can get it from one of those turnstiles. You know, you got to uh-huh. walk through a turn. Yeah. Somebody got the gonorrhea, uh-huh. and they walk through, they got their pants unzipped, and you next. That gonorrhea can get, yeah, that gonorrhea can get on your pants. Yeah. Then it works its way down to your, to your, to your wang there. And all of a sudden, you got a bug infestation. Can get on your work computer. The work uh, computer? Uh, uh, yeah, that's keyboard. how people, that's the viruses people talking yeah. about all the time. Yeah, that's amazing. Now, although Christian remained king, it was in name only. As predicted by Struency, the king's mental health deteriorated rapidly. He was so mentally ill and depressed at this point that he was unable to rule. Sounds like Timmy over there. Right. He spent most of his time roaming the castle, mumbling to himself. And again, masturbating. Like Timmy over there. That yeah. does sound like me. And masturbating. The real power was in the hands of Juliana now. Which is ah, what she wanted anyway. Bitch. So between 1772 and 1784, Denmark was ruled by that skanky hoe. And his half-brother, Frederick. Christian died at the age of 59 of a heart attack. <laughs> Yeah, his heart attack was a result of him seeing Spanish soldiers from his window. He apparently thought Denmark was being invaded, but they were in fact in Denmark to help the Danish troops. He was buried in Roscoe <laughs> Cathedral. That's, that's up, fucked up, man. Upon that is his death, <laughs> Christian and Caroline Matilda's son ruled Denmark as King Frederick the Sixth. His son, so his son finally. So he's a walking around, masturbate. I wonder if he, you know. Leapfrogging motherfucker. Leapfrogging, slapping in the face. And I hope he ain't slapping you in the face with the hand he's masturbating with all the time. Probably. Because that would just be tacky. It is so, bad I mean, for all him, right, but so probably. Let's, let's, but, uh, let's all thank Katya for that story. Katya, thank you uh, for causing Timmy to have a goddamn stroke. In no, Katya, my words. I, I try to create a masterpiece for you, but. It, you gotcha. know, it, 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 it's like if, if if you can have the greatest songwriter in the world, but if you have the worst singers in the world singing that song, it's just not going to be be as good. So I apologize oh. for their unprofessional. Excuse me, uh, there, Geffen. <laughs> yeah. So. They're, they're unprofessional, okay, so. and they, it's really not unprofessional. They just don't have any ability. <laughs> So I apologize, Katja, but it was a very funny story. So you're Bob you. Dylan now is what you're telling wow. us. Right. Just okay. saying Blues you guys traveler. put a little bit more effort in improving your speaking skills. <laughs> addiction? Or do you got a problem with no, addiction? No, I'm just now? saying you can't just read the words. You've got to, you've got to read, read the Fucking Fred Durst over here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's a podcast. People are listening to be entertained. They don't want to hear you read something. What are Bring they? life to my words. That's all, all I'm asking. Some of those motherfuckers you couldn't give. If you was a vampire, you couldn't bring them back to life. Give me a talking monkeys. <laughs> it's going to change the name from History Dweebs to Talking Monkeys. It's going down for real. Tim and two talking monkeys. <laughs> You'll probably be. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd listen to that. <laughs> And you know what? Talking monkeys don't carry fucking cell phones or put, forget to put them on silent. Suck my nuts. Your fucking phone goes off all the time. Yeah, you left your burner phone at home. Last podcast, and some of a bitch was lit up like a Christmas tree. Yeah, well, I don't want, you know. Probably poo nanny lighting up on there. <laughs> it is. He got you. And just so you, we've told this story before, you never oh, want to hold Tim's phone 
because you never know when a crotch shot's gonna just pop up out as you're of looking nowhere. at her. Yeah. It was the wrong number. <laughs> it was not a wrong Whatever. number. She's wrong like, number. how you like this, Big Daddy Timmy? <laughs> it's a like, wrong number. Shit. I had to go home and burn my hand. She, <laughs> I went home and masked She wanted it, but... some. She was. I, she was consulting no, with me. No, that's not. <laughs> that just. Just don't. It's I embarrassing some... <laughs> to you. It's embarrassing to us. I have some gynecological knowledge, and she was. She was asking no. for a consult. No. Colonel. Negative. Shout outs. Do Shout outs. So Hopefully you can do these. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Talking monkeys. Okay, let's start our shout outs with Tasha and Ophelia. Miss Ophelia and Tasha. Out there in lovely California. Hi, ladies. Okay, Kelly Colwell. Hi, Kelly. Jennifer Savoda. I think. Jennifer, thank you for yeah. listening. Lauren Meredith. Of hey, course, Lauren. Nina Instead of the... I, I, oh, she already yeah, gone Nina, podcast. Already if you have gone? Not listened, already gone, and probably you have because it's an outstanding podcast. She did a recent podcast on the Oakland County... Uh, Oakland murders, yeah, children's child, murders. Yeah, and it was excellent. So thank you, Nina. You could do great work. Ronnie Rhodes, Sophia Panta, Aaron Shipley, Jay Alford, Holly Woodward... Alinette, um, Deb, Deb Chappelle, Deborah Chappelle. Hey, Deborah. So we didn't forget you this time. Yep. Colonel always <clears throat> forgets you. I never forget you. Danielle from the Girls Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Danielle from Danielle Between Jones. Us Girls. Between, Between Us, Us Girls. Girls. It's, uh, it's on iTunes. And Michelle, for some reason, likes Brandy. Uh, and yeah, that's Danielle. some crazy shit right there. Hey. Thank you. And uh, if you get a chance, listen to Between Us Girls. It's, it's hilarious. Margot Donahue, Brittany Martin, Jamie Metcalf, Meg Vansell, Allison Schneider, Sarah Taylor, Ramoni Danger Howard, uh, Nateen Seal, Amber Grillcrest, and her husband. I believe it's Michael. I, I didn't write, I, I meant to write that one down. He's on Team Colonel. And anyway, yeah, Amber and her husband, Michael. He makes people. Amber, laugh. if I got your husband wrong on that, would you straight me out, Amber Grillcrest Anderson? Donnie Young. Um, of course, we got the lovely Annette Petray, Steph Glenn, Christina Hodges, Christine Montana, Maria Barber, Jennifer Potts, Sydney Overstreet, Hamilton, Paul Mann, Pilly, Mike Arnold, Melissa Lubrano, Brittany Powell, our three Heathers, Heather Marshall, Heather Hall, and Heather Poole. Hi, Heathers. Thank you. And Daza. Jeff Hopkins, of course. John Janke. Mike Tabor. Lise. Uh, yes, uh, Lise, who is going to be with child soon. I know she's with oh, child no now. What? Yeah. Okay. She's with child, but uh, she's gonna, she has a child due in May, at least. Well, congratulations. And um, thank you, Joe Hopkins. He, he, is, uh, he is a strong advocate of our podcast, and we really appreciate Joe, as is Mary Ray. Yes, thank you. Yes, Mary Ray and Joe, thank we you really very much. Yes, we really appreciate it. Carol Nash, although Jennifer um, jumped in on one Jennifer last Jennifer Burdick time, and so. uh, Jeff, uh, Dr. Jeff, all of them are, are great. Terry Helmsley, me and Dr. Jeff are going to be res- running for president next election know, cycle. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Maddie Dr. Kennan. Dr. Jeff needs to reconsider Pavlava his uh, Valentina. running mate. 
Amelia Roscoe, Michael Daniel, Jim Moyer, Jessica Bishop, Liz, Liz Evans, Brenda Deutsch, Stacy Lynn, Jeffrey Dolan, Marion Buckwald, Jennifer Miller, Susan Sheldon, Genesis Alicia, um, I got Ramona, yeah, Skip Fayou and Callie Jones, Brandy Deese, Andy Smizer, Dan Hammer, Norma DiMaggio, Karen Alden, Angie L, Amber Trevino, Carla Nelson White. Um, Give a shout out to Kelly, who's listening, who's going to start listening to our podcast. Kelly Herbers? Kelly Herbers. Kelly and Herbers. To Wes. Yeah. And Wes, all right. Wes and Kelly, there's your shout out. Anita Darden. Nancy Weller, Kristen Andreessen, Valerie Murray, Tanny, Tammy Ennis, Mike Rosen, Leif McAllister, Stephanie Pauling, Lauren Meredith, Lauren Feller, Todd Long, Diane Student from the History Goes Bump podcast. Yes, thank you again, Diane, for your uh, technical uh, advice. Allison Shields, Aaron Fowler. Carleen Madison, Robin Sanchez, T.J. Youngblood, Thomas Tui, Dave Hill, John Gray, Don Gordon, Kristen Davison, Susan Angles, Little Emmy Waterfall, Christian Dormer, Danielle Fredrickson, Amber Anderson, Pete Fulmer, uh, Kelsey Fro, Alan Dobbs, George Huckler, um, Ron Ratchke, Amy Carol Payne, she's another one that's very funny. Yes. Tyra Jenkins. Tyra. Um, we already said Jason, but he is hysterical. Jason Dykes, yeah, he's a great guy. Sammy James, Joel Handler, Eddie Rushing, Sonyana, Lindsay, a Chicagoan. Lindsay, uh, next time I go up to Chicago, well, me and Lindsay are going to find a place to have a beer. Although I don't drink beer, but she's right in Tanner's neighborhood, and we're going to find time to. Very well. To okay. do that. Okay. Okay. Um, Tara Nee Chinchilla, Jennifer Hawkins, Kim Kazmersky, Nancy Jalapeno Palomino, uh, Andy Sprascio, Danielle Fredrickson, Mike Eisenhower, Rebecca Montanle, Jeff Girdley, Sam Hildebrand, Jennifer and Linda, of course. But we'll get back to Jennifer. Uh, Missy Dean Horton, Britton Chris, Celine, Jeff Chestnut, Teresa Slavin, <clears throat> Tommy Boomershine, Shonda and Larry. And uh, Shonda left us a very nice review on iTunes, so thank you, Shonda. Well, thank you, Shonda. Thank and you. And she especially uh, complimented to review Brandy, to all of us, but especially to you. Well, well that's some bullshit clearly. right there. Whatever. Um, the Trill Bridges, including Lisa. Um, Lisa, let us know how you're doing if you got... You got started on your podcast. Um, Colton, of course, Phyllis Munson, Aaron Wentz, Donna Curran. Um, we hope you're doing well, Donna. Brian and Lisa Lawton, Olivia Meyer, Kate with the C McCarthy, Bridget Clavey, Brett Byron Snellings, Denny McNamara. Hey, Denny. Still working on your podcast, Denny. It's coming. Denny got a big-ass black eye today. Um, what was that from? It looked like he was playing soccer or doing something. Maybe he got in a fight. He's from Norwood. You know Ah, that'll do it, yeah. Um, William Truax, Amber Croup, Gina Spillane, Trixie, of course, Stephanie Quick, Sydney and Michael, Jamie Tarantino, and I'll tell you something. Jamie Tarantino, uh, she's a friend of mine on Facebook. And I looked at what she did, and I said, Jamie, could you do a drawing for me? She's doing a drawing for me. 
I commissioned her to do yeah. a drawing. Of what? Of Union Terminal. Nice. So she's going to do that and get it sent to me. I mean, she's very talented, but don't you have a son who's an artist? Not like she is. Oh, okay. I mean, not she, a good one. No, he's no, a good she, artist. She, this girl, I know, no, I know she's, I know she's very, very good. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I just, I I'm just still kidding. waiting on my clip art from your. Yeah. No, she's kid. gonna do a. It's a. She's gonna do a pencil drawing, black and white drawing of Union mm-hmm. Terminal. So nice. nice. Yeah, Laura O'Reilly, Gabby Lewis, John Cunningham, Tara V. Bond. Gene Bond. Lydia, Brandy McBride, Maggie Glover. Happy birthday to you, Maggie. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Maggie. Jeff Appel. Christine. Bourgeois. Hey, Katie. More head. <laughs> All right. Of course, we got Mary Ray, Marvin Hammond, Andy Volley, Cheryl Musco, Keith Brewsty, Becky Mitchell, Angie Drake, Steve Miller, Nick Starr, Molly Erickson. Molly's very funny. Natasha Davis, Neil Eagleton, Stewie Benton, um, yeah, Maja Zanowski, Christine Hauer, Leah Pangburn, Natalie Parsons, and our lovely, lovely listeners uh, on the Colonel Squab. Wait a minute. You didn't say Teresa Slavin. Teresa Slavin. Or Bridget Butler Shalak. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Or I don't think you said Brandy McBride either or Scott. Oh, well, Scott will be on your crew. And Maja? And I got Jeff Chestnut. I got him and Don. And you mentioned Tammy, right? What about the Radika Smith and Jessica Williams? They're on your team. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, Angie Ball, of course. Okay, of course, Sarah's Mimosa Spaghetti, who's going to be selling her underwear on there. No, don't say that. That's what she said. It was a joke. I, I know that, Timmy. Okay. She well, knows I'm just that. Saying, you, you can't say that stuff because she might get upset. Oh, oh our listeners are sensitive now? Is that <laughs> what you're saying? She Hold on. She might get upset. You're talking about replacing us with talking monkeys. <laughs> mm-hmm. But this might upset them. Well, I'm just saying no. And the lovely Don't air our dirty laundry. Our group is a closed group. So they, people say things there that are... I did not give her last name to me. All right. Um, Jennifer Burdick. Burdick. Hey, Jennifer. Who Thank said you. something she, very nice about us in the podcast. Is. Thank you, Jennifer. Um, lovely Karen Barnes. Janet Fitzgerald. The very studious Janet Fitzgerald. Yes. <clears throat> lovely, beautiful Irish last Frances Darton. And Jessica Williams, who said we could skip her because we know we love her, but Jessica Williams was one of the first members of Team Colonel, and we would never skip you, Jessica. Yes, and we're glad you're back. She was away for a little while. She was. We always miss her. She's always so damn funny. She is. Amanda Bocci Ball, Shannon, and Tiffany, of course, Tiffany Bell, Monica D'Agostino, Scotty J, Angie Cobes. I just said Karen Barnes. Okay, I want to say it again. I'm like a parrot. Okay. You are. Liz Keating. Um, the lovely Jen Wicks um, from Nashville, Tennessee. Southern Belle from New York. Celine. Uh, C- God, Celine already. The beautiful little Fallon, our mascot. Radika Smith, another beautiful girl. Uh, our heavy hitters on this team, Nicola Reed. And Allie and Charlie from Insight. Yes, uh, the Insight podcast. Uh, they 
they have a great podcast. Check it out. It's much better than this one. And they have they do like a professional job, and they have uh, you know they do a real good job, and they don't need talking monkeys. One of them talks funny already. That she's gonna kick your ass. You better be nice to Allie. <laughs> well, you know, how you know I was talking about Allie. Now see, there you go. Mike Rosen, thank you for listening. Yeah, Mike, thank you. Um, let's see, and then we got Lady Beverly. And Dottie. Yes, mom. Dottie Scott. Did you say Justin Broder? Justin's all, he's very active on that page. He's a good guy. Okay, I got to add him then. Okay, so if we didn't call you, if we didn't give you a shout out, Stephanie Quick. Hi, Stephanie. Uh, if we didn't give you a shout out, please let I us know. I got Stephanie Quick. We it, will add you to It's our, Chuck's fault. Uh, it is and Chuck's fault. I saved her for last because this was her podcast. Okay. The lovely, the beautiful, the smart, um, I think kind of short, but other than that. Perfect. Katya. Yes, Katya. Thank you very much. And I, I'm sorry because I told Lise that I said, apparently I said last time we were doing a topic on Norway, mm-hmm. uh, from Norway, and it was from Denmark. So I'm sorry I disappointed you, Lise. Well, and Lady Beverly. He said Lady Beverly. Did we already yeah, go through it? Dottie? Yeah, yeah. See, if you was paying attention, you'd know well, that. Well, you know, I, he uh, talks. A fucking talking monkey would know that. I don't think he fucking would. Uh, listeners, if you know of any talking monkeys <laughs> who are free... Uh, who would like to be on this podcast? Please, uh, I don't think he did. Say please that. inbox me because uh, we would uh, happy we'd be happy to uh, put them to work, and this show would be much more entertaining. You know, if somebody gave me a topic now, and, and I don't want to, I don't want to turn this into a whole ugly family fight at Thanksgiving, devil. But you know, the I airing got, of the grievances. I got Tanner, who has a degree in public relations, right? And he's working for a PR firm up in Chicago. And I got Taylor, who is a songwriter and uh, English major. He's got a degree in English and philosophy. If I said, Taylor, I'll give you 10 bucks, spend 10 minutes and put, uh, here's the subject. Spend 10 minutes and give me a, a report on an uh, on, uh, insane king of Copenhagen. You don't even remember his name, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Uh, Brandy, where can people find I this? could have one of these. <laughs> Hold on, I'm just telling you. Uh-huh. I could have one of these scripts <coughs> in uh-huh. 30 minutes. Talking monkey number one, where can people find <laughs> us? You know, we need to have an action, some kind of labor action. Brandy, where can where people we find take us? This Let's house wrap this work up. Come on, guys. we got to get out of here. Brandy, where can people find us? Uh, you can find us on Stitcher. Yeah, you, you can find us on Stitcher or any of the uh, regular podcast apps. We're everywhere. You can find us on iTunes if you. Uh, you didn't let me get that far. I know, but if you if you uh, if you subscribe to us on iTunes, please leave a review. We've got some really nice reviews. We got one from Ashley. Thank you very much. As I said, we got one from Shonda. Thank you very much. We got one from Sister Friends. Thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate all of them. We look at these. All the time, and we got one, a very nice one from Diane from History Goes Bump. Thank you all for your nice reviews. Uh, if you uh, have a minute, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us for a review. It's how people find us. You can find us on Facebook? Yes, we have two Facebook pages. We have History Dweebs, which we just post uh, some history-related stuff. But where we have the most fun is the uh, History Dweebs, the podcast Facebook group. Uh, join us. Uh, join that page. Uh, that's where all the folks that we've, we've discussed here and we give shout-outs to, they're active on that page. 
Um, and uh, join us. Um, I, think you, I think you'll have a lot of fun. That's History Dweebs, the podcast. Find us on Twitter. Twitter, at History Dweebs One. We want to give a shout-out to uh, Fat Boy Gardner, who is neither fat a boy or a gardener, but he is very kind to retweet our uh, uh, our episodes. And Karen Barnes, who's a sweetheart, and uh, she is very uh, another person who really advocates for the show. And you can also fi- uh, follow the Colonel at Hawkwaters on Twitter. Yes. Is that right, Chuck? Hawkwaters? Hawkwaters. Yeah. Hawkwaters. Okay. Anything else, Brandy? No. Okay. Uh, any plans for the weekend? Uh, no, but I do want to say that I do not enjoy the whole monkey conversation. I'm sorry so about that. It's a little that. hurtful. I well, I'm going to look around, see if I can find some talking monkeys. If I can't, I'll keep you guys. I have a five-year-old soccer game I have to go to this weekend. So. Oh, well, you should have a lot of fun. Hey, did you know that people, their services, they come out and fix your phone for you? Yes. I mean, they'll come to your place of business. Yeah, you told me that earlier. It's amazing. You know what else they'll do? They'll come, they got these services where a woman will come to you and give you a blowjob. <laughs> I'd rather get my phone fixed. Yeah. Well, you have to do have to, you have to have your phone working first. Well, that's true. All right. Uh, anything else we want to say before we get out of here? Nope. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, we'll see you next time on History Dweeb. Bye-bye. Good day. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.